from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Return to the Shadows. Today, we are doing something very special and very close to my heart. As some of you may know, I have a brand new show on Netflix called Partner Track. I'm so excited for all of you to watch it. So to celebrate, this week, we've decided to invite some of the main cast onto the podcast to talk about the show. Today, we will be talking to Arden Cho, Rob Heaps, and Desmond Chum, three of my dear friends from the show who I was so happy to reunite with today. Partner Track is available on Netflix right now, so you can go watch it as soon as you're finished listening to this. And with that being said, let's dive on in. My name is Arden Cho, and I play Ingrid Yun on Partner Track. Hey guys, I'm Desmond Chiam, and I play Z. Hi, my name's Rob, and I play Nick Laren. Yo! Hello. Hey, what's, what's up? Going, guys? Hi, thank you guys so much for being Hello, here today. Hello. Hi, Arden. I miss you. I miss you too. Where are you? I am currently in Santa Fe, New Mexico, uh, in the 1870s. So <laughs> that's my life currently. Oh. Well, it's, it's, we should really be thanking you for joining us in that case. I think I had the longest commute today. <laughs> traveling, traveling all that way through time. A lot of effort. Yes, Went thank you. Went a real effort you. just to get a laptop that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wi-Fi. Had to hold situation. up a very particular stagecoach. Yeah. Yes, it's true. It's true. <laughs> that's been looking fun, by the way. I'm seeing Lawrence's shots from that. It looks dope. Oh, thanks so much. Um, thank you guys so much for being here and for doing this. This is great. Yeah. 
thanks y'all for being here today. And congratulations on such a fantastic show. You know, I, I really, really am so proud of, I mean, obviously Dom and Arden are two of my oldest friends, but the show is fantastic. And I'm just, I'm so proud of you guys. And I'm so happy that we get to celebrate it here on the podcast today. Thank you. Likewise. Yeah, thank you. Who's got the airplane? Did you guys hear that? What airplane? No, actually. Oh, maybe it was no. on my end then. All I heard was this massive airplane. While it was actually was... just me breathing very low into the <laughs> mic. <laughs> Damn you, Des. Sorry. Des, are you on set as well? No, no, I'm just at home. I, okay. get to, I get to hang out for a few days. It's so nice. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, me too. I'm just unemployed, so please watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm with you. Um, I'm very excited to be here, but I do have the Queen's. I do have the Queen's funeral on. Over we do to my left. It's happening. Mm, yeah. it's happening right now. It's actually insane. It's oh wild. Yeah, it's really wild. Like the I the I don't know. You're not in England, right? You're in you're back no, in LA. No, I'm in LA. Back in LA. Yeah. Yeah. It's England's like desolate. Like London is yeah. is manic. Decker is in London right now. Um, London is like insane. But my town, my oh. little town where I'm at, there's nobody on the streets. Like nobody, there's yeah, no cars, yeah. there's no motion. The the entire really? country has sort of gone dead except for London, yeah. Is it because Jeez. everyone's traveled to the location? Either traveled to, to London or to people the... are inside watching it. Right, yeah, fair go. Yeah. <laughs> Wild stuff. Well, first of all, let's 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 deviate. Yeah. This is this is half my job on the podcast is getting us back on on topic. That would be Kat's but, job. Uh, let's <laughs> let's about talk about partner track. When you first got your uh, auditions, obviously Dom and I have you know been a part of a TV series based on books. Did you all read the book? Did you choose not to read the book? I know different actors have different kind of ways of going about and accessing characters when it's based on source material how did all of you you know get to the project and did you read the book and tell us a little bit about that process for you well for me after reading the pilot I had to read the book because I wanted to see what was going to happen especially if it was something (laughs) I was going to jump into and commit I was like all right let's let's see where this goes because the pilot so much happens but you know obviously for my character it's quite triggering and you hope that the story will be redemptive and that there will be so much more. And of course, the book was amazing and there really was. And I love that our show has, you know, elements of the book, but it's also developed characters in deeper ways and made a, you know, dramatized version that fits for television. You can appreciate the book, you can appreciate the show. And I don't think they're really in competition with each other, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was, on that note, I think Helen's actually done a really lovely job of sort of, I think she's done it really gracefully, like associating herself with this production in a way that doesn't feel kind of territorial. But she's mm, just, clear, do you know what I mean? It's just, she's really proud of the, the way that this story has kind of evolved into this medium. And I think um, I've, I've, I've really enjoyed that while watching her and just how happy she is and how proud she is to have this this, story, this the amazing thing that she wrote. It can, I don't know, out in the wide world. It's really, really cool. I think it does help that there's like a consistency of tone right yeah mm-hmm. like as an author to see that preserved i think is, is one of the biggest things because that's i think the hardest that's like one of the most intangible things to translate into film yeah. or tv and and i think you know georgia and stuff have done pretty well totally that. and writers never like films of their work it's like no. it's just it's yeah. amazing like even stephen king hates the shining it's like what are you you know what are you, <laughs> what are you talking about this is the most amazing adaptation so it's really lovely to see someone that's actually happy yeah. <laughs> on page 53 yeah <laughs> Yeah. But in answer to your question, I re- it's funny because I was like, oh, Nick Laren, okay, cool. Sounds like a cool character. And I, I bought the ebook on Kindle. And then immediately, cool, obviously the first thing I do is go to the little search icon at the top, Nick, 
No results. Hang on. If I is it maybe it's spelled N I K. No. Nick, no, no, he's not in it. I was like, what the fuck? So I, 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 you know, I didn't bother reading the book because I don't care. If my character's not in the thing, then I'm, I'm not interested. No, I, I did read it. I did. I, I took. I took a moment. I took a moment to be like, oh, okay. Then I'm going to read it anyway. To, you know, you recovered. You, you, you got your. You know, you, you recovered with your your emotions and then dove right in. You set it's your so ego aside it. and dove straight in. Wonderful. Yeah, I love that you set your pride aside. Thanks, Rob. Oh no, it was the least I could do. No, I did. I, I, I did read it, and then, and then I almost stopped because I thought I actually don't want to know what happens here. I don't mm. want to sort of find out, you know, because there's obviously when the ending is different, right? So like, yeah, um, it is yeah. different. Dex read it while I was auditioning, and the, and then was like, oh, these are the things that happen. And then I got some more scripts, and I was like, I don't think so. I don't think any of this happens. This is what, like we're definitely changing some bits that you that you are holding on to. But again, you know that, and Kat and I have been through this many a time with with book fans of the shows that we were on. You like you have no choice but to change certain things. You keep the elements of the things that you really like, and you try and hold dear to the and true to the characters and um, the the sort of general story as much as possible. But it, it's such an interesting thing that some book fans, some sort of uh, very fervent book fans want a carbon copy of that book to just to be on screen versus having that story told via a new medium via new storytelling techniques and actually make it sort of interesting and something engaging rather than waiting for like I know this thing's going to happen I want to see this happen I want to see this happen I don't think there's a right or wrong way of doing it but, but I know from my point of view as at least as sort of tv storytelling I find it more interesting to be able to adapt certain things and change things and make it, you know, a little bit ours whilst also being like, we understand that this was your baby first and we want to, you know, we want to cherish it mm. and make it interesting it, again, it, you know, a second time, make it re-interesting. Yeah. It's, it's lovely when it still stays true to the heart of what the story is, but even folks who know every word of the book verbatim, it can still be something fresh and something new and something exciting. And it's almost mm-hmm. a re-experiencing of the book for, you know, for these fans that even know it so, so very well. Yeah, that's actually one of the common things we've heard from the fans of the book that have said, oh, it's really fun to see even Rachel and Tyler having their characters expanded and then having new characters like Nick Laren. And, you know, I think there's so much fun to be had. And it's like sort of the fantasy dreamland of Partner Track the book. You yeah. know, we get to like glamorize it for TV and, yeah. you know. Obviously. The multiverse. Exactly. <laughs> multiverse. There we go. There we well, go. And it just allows for so much growth. So mm-hmm. it feels fun. Yeah. I think there's no way to fully, fully do it textually. I mean, there's there's certain things that will, I think, in any book be impossible to produce, just mm-hmm. fundamentally. Mm-hmm. It, 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 as long as there's sort of a mutual respect between the two, the respective authors of the two different mediums, I think it it tends to work out generally for the best. A hundred percent. Well, speaking of fun, uh, I'm very jealous because New York City is one of my favorite cities in the world. And the fact that you guys not only got to live there and shoot there on a show that was set there, um, Shadowhunters was also set in New York and we shot in Toronto. So you were extremely lucky. Uh, tell me what that was like and what that, you know, that whole experience was for you and what were your favorite or maybe least favorite parts of filming in New York City? The plaza, man. In the shooting yeah. plaza. I, I I grew up. I think I've said this already, but I, I you know I I'm over that age where I grew up watching films like Crocodile Dundee and Home Alone too, like these iconic movies set yeah. in the Plaza Hotel. It's just it's so so exciting to to realize oh god that you know that's where they stood there and um 
that's where that amazing scene happens on those steps. And yeah, it's magical. It's magical. It really Nick, is. I had I was sort of lucky. I, a lot of my scenes early on were in, all on location, so I wasn't doing as much. Obviously, I didn't have any stuff in the jury box or anything like that. So I was actually had these kind of intense days early on where we'd be in Bemelman's Bar in the Carlisle Hotel, which was I think was that your first day as well, Dom? It was my first day. There was a lot yeah. of our first days actually. And that's the kind of iconic bar on the Upper East Side. And actually, during the making, during the production, this this article came out in the New York Post saying. Uh, all these like old timey Upper East Side seventy um, year olds are furious that the Bellman's Bar has been taken over by a new generation of TikTokers who are like queuing up to go and get you know like get themselves in the bar and 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 I remember reading that show to Georgia going yeah we're going to be part of the problem here aren't we one hundred percent one hundred percent yeah. That was literally like that article came out maybe the week that we were shooting there because I remember we were all discussing yeah. it like in our chairs sat in Bemelman's bar. And we're like, oh no, <laughs> this is, this is yeah. us. We're doing this. <laughs> they actually rushed it through the press. The journalist was yeah. there while you guys were shooting and they were <laughs> yes. like, we're writing this. They're very, yeah. We're very angry about this. <laughs> yeah, they were mostly angry at Dom and Rob, really. <laughs> That's fair. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah That's these fair. <laughs> taking our bar stools these young Brits <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> drinking all our whiskey yeah it's true they're always taking over drinking our whiskey yeah I think for me shooting in New York was just it felt so surreal especially when we co- go back and watch the show I think when I watch it I see how big of a character New York played in our show mm-hmm. but then while we were filming you're just so in it and it feels so hectic because When you film on a set or a lot, you just kind of live there. You know, everything actually feels quite easy. You're sort of on the same set every day. You kind of check Mm -hmm. in, check out. It's all the same. But when you're shooting on location and you're shooting in this big city, the city plays a huge character. Trailer moves, the locations move. Sometimes you don't know where the trailer is. Sometimes you don't know Mm -hmm. where a set is. You're like wandering (laughs) this city. It's chaos. I think for me, yeah, it's chaos. It's really wild because there's days where you know, you know, Dom, Des, Rob, I, we would all just be like on set and you could never go back to your trailer. And it's so mm-hmm. funny. Sometimes you don't realize that even having five minutes of silence can be quite healing for an actor and give you time to sort of recharge. But we were just in it. And yeah. if I think about that now, I'm like, oh, wow, we did that. It's really cool. Like New York played such a big part in our show. And I never spent a long extended time in New York, so I feel like I learned about the city while we were shooting. And I saw so much of the city. And even when we shot our retreat, that was beautiful, where I was like, oh, look at New York. There's greenery and it's nature. I love it. Because I feel like I'm such not a city girl. And New York itself is like terrifying for me. Like everyone's (laughs) mad. Everyone's so angry and everyone's like yelling. (laughs) I get it, man. I lived in London for so long. Like, I just, I understand. People got places to be. And like, if you get stuck behind the slow walker, it drives me crazy. And like, my girlfriend's quite a slow walker. And I will be like walking the dog and talking. And then I turn around and she's like eight meters behind me. And I'm like, I've been, I've been talking to you for an hour and a half. Like, (laughs) how long have you been back there? Because we were talking about some serious stuff. Like, I don't, you agreed to a bunch of things. Like, the, 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 I hope you like the curtains because I've picked them out and ordered them, whether you heard it or not. (laughs) (laughs) I've already been on my phone this whole time. Yeah. There was a day where we, I think it was a day where we just went for lunch, wasn't there, Arden? The the day that we shot in the arts club, 
where they were like, oh yeah, do you want, we're going to shuttle you back for like a weird sort of crafty lunch. Well, like, no, 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 there's just, there's a restaurant literally there. Let's just go and have some sort of right. spaghetti. And that's what we did. And that, that's, that's one of the so cool things awesome. about being in the city, that's isn't so it? You nice. Just, yeah, yeah. Well, that was one of the best days. And I think it was because it was one of those things where if we were to walk back to our trailers, it would have taken us nearly 20 minutes. But, you know, what's lunch? We get like 30 minutes. We were like, why don't we just eat here instead of walking all the way back to our yeah. trailers and then coming all the way back to set? We'll actually save time, eat quickly versus like walking 20 minutes, eating for two minutes and then walking back. Mm-hmm. That's the magic of New York. The block provides. Right. Exactly. That was so the block fun. provides. Yeah. Really Someone cool. said that to me, actually. That Wait, was my really? first time. Yeah, that was my first time. I can't remember. It was one of the transpo guys, but it was it was my uh, first time in New York ever. And like, no, I was it wasn't. Like, was it really? Yeah, that was my first time literally setting foot in New York. And I, I, I kind of took to it like a duck to water because wow. I'm a city. I am a city boy. I love it. I yeah. love that pace. I'm like... I'm going to walk behind these tourists and make them feel like they're walking too slow. <laughs> Even though I was, it was like my second day in town. I knew that was you. <laughs> can, this, can this be I a new YouTube, you? se- a YouTube series? Like Desmond, Desmond walks, like harassing slow pedestrians. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to watch that. <laughs> just walk slightly too far. Yeah. Just 8% Asian, quicker than everybody yeah. else. It's like the Asian Australian superhero moving <laughs> down next. Of innocent bystanders. <laughs> I honestly, I I can see Desi playing a superhero in a heartbeat, and like I want you to have a better power oh, than than like slightly quicker walking. But like I can see you playing a superhero <laughs> for sure. That might be all we get. <laughs> that might be all we get. Speed walking, man. Mm-hmm. Coming Wait, to the future this summer. What was it like being your first time in New York? I well, it was it was it was intimidating at first because they put us in a hotel right on Times Square, like at the front opened up two times square which oh, which is, which I've quickly found out is the worst place in New York yeah but yeah so I the the day the transport guy said that to me and picked me up I was a little freaked out because I'd gone through the whole Times Square crush to find him and I was super stressed and I was late because he couldn't get into the there was something going on he couldn't get to the front door and I was trying to navigate and I was like oh man this is gonna be crazy and he's like don't worry dude the block provides <laughs> That's I was like, fantastic. cool <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah but it does, it, it, you get it after a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. 
It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. I first met you, just because Arden uh, did this amazing Thanksgiving dinner for everyone. She hosted yes. everyone that was in town during Thanksgiving. Of course she, hosted she did. This amazing, I'm not I know. Surprised. The best company leader <laughs> ever, has to be said. And she invited everyone over who was in town to, to where she was staying in the West Village and had this amazing spread. And that was, that was, that's actually one of my best memories. And it wasn't even during Wait, the I yeah. totally forgot about that. And your parents, we met your, your parents. parents are oh, yeah, so parents. precious. You they guys, Rob's it. parents emailed me like the sweetest what? emails. That's and we cute. just went back and forth because they were Yo. like, thank you for having us for our first American Thanksgiving. It, it and it was so, so much special. It really did. Yeah. And you know, what's crazy. We don't have a single photo from that day because everybody was in it. We were having so much fun. I think that's time really cool. Talking I think the that's whole really time. Cool. Yeah, it's like it's like when you know when everyone like nobody's really talking when they're eating and you're like, oh, everyone's enjoying this. Like everyone's having yeah. a good like this. You don't really yeah. need to be chatting. Like we can chat before and after. It's the same thing with the photos. Like everyone was so sort of interconnected that there was nobody thought like let's take a photo of all of us right now because we just you know you were in the middle. I wasn't there. I don't know if my invite got lost in the mail or whatever it was, but I don't want to know. We invited everyone but Dominic. Everyone but no, me. No. Yeah. Oh, no. So rude. He, of course, was invited. I was invited. I was. That's why we didn't take the photo is because we would have had to Photoshop Dom in, which That's we normally true. do in all our photos. No, then he would, have, he would have been all funny about it. And it's just. And then this. Hang on, wait. Photoshopped <laughs> him in and then what, like gaslit him into thinking he was there? <laughs> is yeah. that the plan? <laughs> Des, let me tell you, I don't know how this keeps happening, but like, it, I look like I'm photoshopped into photos. It, even when I'm when I was there, when the photo was it's taken, true. like the last it's one on my Instagram. So weird. It's, it's because you're so photogenic, Dom. It's just what it's, happens. No, it isn't. It's not it's that. It always it's the looks opposite. like a cutout. I look yeah. like like this one. Can you see this? I'm oh, this yeah, one that, here. Yeah. That's at a different field of focus and like I'm in different lighting somehow. <laughs> I was there. I was with your everyone. Charisma, your charisma defies the laws of conventional physics. Yep. Oh it's crazy. God. And it happens to me all the time. I agree with Rob. We need to never put Dom on the end. Whenever he's on the end, yeah. his whole body is like reflecting light. And he's like, focus only on me. Let me be like the standalone. <laughs> <laughs> at least one hand needs to be on his shoulder at all times. <laughs> Someone needs to be connected to me so they yeah. know that I yeah, was there. there yeah. But does it's really weird. We have like 10 group photos and they all look like Dominic's it's, been photoshopped That's so in. funny. I'm going to go through these now. 
So speaking of being connected, because all of you seem to have made such a connection on set, what's the connection been like with the audience? What's the reception to the show been like so far for you? Have you had some, you know, encounters with folks in person or on social media, anything that's, what's been your favorite sort of moment of someone connecting with the story so far? I think my favorite thing has been all the Asian American women and men also mothers and fathers sending me letters saying how much this means to them for their children and for the little girl that they were 15, 20 years ago and feeling so excited that our stories are being told. Yeah, I think I didn't realize the impact that the show would have in such a deeper level. Because, you know, when we're filming the show, we're just, we're acting, we're having fun, we're make-believe, right? We're shooting at the plaza. We're wearing gowns and tuxes and it's like doing the lawyer thing. But then you realize for someone watching, I mean, it can feel life-changing for someone to see a person that they relate to or someone that they feel like they can identify with. And so that's been really incredible. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, Arden said everything for for the, the response from the Asian community has been nice. Um, fundamentally, I don't think I've done a show that represents in any particular way before. And it is nice seeing that. I think I said this to you yesterday, but the search that that search for community and that search for identity is such a powerful engine. And I think I'm, we're starting to see our community sort of tune it up as it were, you know, it's getting a couple of bells and whistles at it. And and it's just been nice being part of that process. Yeah. It's been a real eye opener for me, this stuff, because you know there's that difference between understanding something in as a concept in your head and then understanding it kind of more in your heart physically. And, and that mm. very much is the case for me with, with representation because I was into the, of course, representation. Yeah, of course, it's a good thing. But this has been a real, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. I, actually, I actually get it why this is so powerful. And it's really, it's quite emotional, actually. It's very, there was, we had it this week with the Little Mermaid trailer came out, who's, of you know obviously yeah. African American and then all the all these footage of all these little girls all these like all over this footage of these girls watching oh my god she's like me I didn't even I never understood yeah this could like, I could oh be in gosh. this story it's, it's it's very moving and powerful and I genuinely feel so proud to be to be involved in a story like that yeah it's and really, Hallie's um, just incredible she's a freaking powerhouse and I'm so proud of her do you know her I met her ages ago, like Disney Channel days, back when she was doing Radio Disney it's stuff. Really and cool. she and her sister Aww. are just the sweetest humans and also just overly, overly inordinately talented. And the fact that this mm. is happening for her, I just, I couldn't be happier. Yeah, I cannot wait to watch it. I, I like know. played that trailer on repeat and I was like, oh my gosh. Her the voice. little girl in me is like, her yes, a new princess. I mean, the boys know. We used to like sing Disney songs on set all the time. That was like the thing that we would do. We've got so many musical people on our set. So I'm just like, oh my God, a little more. My Uber rating is still a bit hurt by how many times we would scream Disney songs in the car after (laughs) Drunken Nights Out on Shadowhunters. It was bad. It got to a point where like, like new guest stars would come in. And they'd be like, oh, I have an Uber right away. And we're like, why don't we have an Uber? And it's because they weren't picking us up. Because <laughs> <laughs> we get in the car and suddenly we're singing I'll Make a Man Out of You. And, you know, can you feel the love tonight at the top of our lungs? We had to refrain. We had to refrain. Or at least I did. I was very refrained from singing Lion King stuff around Bradley because I didn't want to like, 
I, don't, I didn't offended. know if that was like stepping on toes or whatever because Bradley was Simba <laughs> on, on, on Broadway. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like maybe I'll just like, because otherwise I'd be in every day and it'd be like, <laughs> and I tried not to do that every morning, you know? Yeah. Oh my God, I love it. Also, dude, I have to say the amount of people that I know texting me being like, obviously Nick, what is wrong with you? They're so passionate. They're so yeah. angry. And then yeah. they're like, oh, Murphy, I'm going to kill him. I can't tell you how yeah. many texts I've had from friends that are like, I hate Murphy, but I really like Dominic. So I feel really torn. And I'm like, okay, one. My, my mom said that, actually. My mom said the same thing. <gasps> your mom? I, I love your sorry, mom. I, she I, she left the out the, but I really like Dominic. She was just like, wow, Murphy fucking sucks. And I was like, all right, mom, good to <sighs> see ya. <laughs> Well, then you did your job. You know, if you've even made your mom dislike you, you've done your job. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. you guys, they're great actors, incredible actors. I'm like, mm -hmm. you have no idea. They're so different from their characters. Give them a chance. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, though, isn't it? Because you do, you get like, you are, you, or you, us, as, you know, as actors or anyone, I suppose, yeah. in the public eye, you sort of read these things and it's difficult to, even for us to separate they're talking about a character versus they're talking about a person. And I think I've, I've sort of slowly gotten the handle of it um, over the years with a lot of help from Jack Daniels. Um, and he <laughs> <laughs> elicited this behavior in me where now it's like it, the fact that, that people are talking about it, the fact that people are so passionate right. that Murphy yeah. sucks means not only were they enjoying it, they were engaged, that we told the story the correct way, but also that I kind of did my job, which makes me feel really good. So that it's sort of the more aggressive yeah. people are, the more I'm like, that's awesome. That's kind of exactly what yeah, we wanted, kind of, it. right? Like that's what we wanted at the end of the at the end of the show, right? You got under their skin. You exactly. did it. <laughs> well without yeah. spoiling things too much, as we sort of start wrapping things up here, mm. what if if someone hasn't watched Partner Track yet? the few people in this world that have yet to embark on this series, what is the one thing that you would tell them before watching the show or to get them to watch the show? Hmm. I would say get ready for the ride and there will be surprises. I think people kind of come into it, especially after the trailer, thinking, oh, it's your standard rom-com. Like, I know what to expect. But I would say give it a fair watch. And I think there's a little something for everyone. And you might come for one thing and stay for something else. And I genuinely feel like every episode gets better and better as you get deeper into the show. And so really give it a full watch. I mean, it's only 10 episodes, guys. It's easy. Most, of, most of our viewers have finished it twice in yeah. a weekend. So, wow. you know, all 10 yeah. episodes. But you got to give it a full watch. If you watch like one or two episodes... It just doesn't do it. Yeah, I, exactly that. There's just sorry, yeah. There's just so many surprises along the way, and it's not. Mm. Th that's the biggest feedback I've had is people. This is not the show that they were expecting. Even after the first right. or second episode, it becomes darker in many ways and and uh, a lot more intriguing. And uh, yeah, you've got you've got to, you've got to see the whole thing. It's very Definitely. yeah. I think I think the later episodes are properly powerful. And really, I agree. And they really, they, really they cool. have written, I guess, the stories cleverly to sort of lead to not just the, what happens in sort of that last scene towards, you know, ongoing telling of the stories, but also they've sort of laid these beautiful threads, like threads that I'm really excited to see flourish, 
you know, the, I, without giving too much away, I think everyone here knows about the ones that I'm talking about and these two potential new love interests, I think is I, potentially I no something very exciting. You have no idea. You have no oh. idea what I'm talking about. I'm <laughs> trying not to get fired. I get it. Oh, I, I understand. <laughs> I'm, with I'm winking, I and it just dawned on me that this is all audio, but I, I am winking. Can you, can you wink louder into the mic? Yeah. yeah Dominic, <laughs> wink louder with your left eye. With my left oh, eye. Is. Wow, did you hear that? Oh my gosh. Ooh. It's a real talent. That's going, that's going right on the CV, that is. He's a loud winker <laughs> with an eye. <laughs> if, if only they could see all the boys winking now. No, it's so true. It might just be a muscle twitch at this point. Yeah, yeah. Someone, someone call someone. Dom is a very, very good winker. Has to be said. Wait, you guys actually, this is hilarious watching all of you winking. <laughs> Rob's entire we face, like his entire <sighs> face comes in. You, do, like, you get a little like Popeye, a yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then Des makes like a puppy face when he winks. Like he makes like his do it. Aww, frown down. So yeah, it <laughs> triggers some face muscles that shouldn't be triggering while I'm winking. <laughs> That's all right. You gotta do what you gotta do, right? You never know what's gonna happen on this podcast. It's my favorite thing. (laughs) That's what we ended up talking about. We always say that we have a plan for these episodes, and then they just always go off the rails, but in the most wonderful way. (laughs) Organic. Organic. It is organic. We turn into the free association. Yeah, for sure. I love it. But I was shopping, just a quick story to me. I was shopping in in, in the supermarket yesterday, and at the checkout, there was a lady next to me went, Are you coming back? I was like, Coming, what? To the supermarket? Are you coming back for season two? I went, oh, oh, well, we don't know yet. She went, well, I hope so. It's a wonderful show. I was like, oh, thank you. And then the woman on the the till next to me went, wait, what's she talking about? I said, oh, I'm in a a show. And then another guy came out, what, you're in a TV show? I was like, "Uh, yeah, I'm in a show. I'm the first person. What's it called? I was at a partnership. And then another person walked up. It's called what? I was like, before I knew it, I'm like in this circle of six, (laughs) six sort of morning shoppers. It was, it was, um, who, who all went away, hopefully. To, to watch, watch the show. Track. So that was... See, yeah. that's all it takes. I love yeah. it. That's wow. that's what it takes. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully all of our listeners will do the same if they haven't already, you know, fully indulged Fingers in the crossed. series. But thanks so much, y'all, for being here today. Arden, I miss you so much. Let's get lunch soon when we are in the same city because I, I miss know, you like crazy. come back. We keep saying we're going to grab food or a hike or something. I know. so far away. I know. Come to Santa Fe. There's plenty of hikes here. <laughs> One could say mostly hikes. Yeah, basically. Um, but thanks y'all so much and congratulations on such a wonderful, wonderful show. I, I really appreciate you taking the time to come to our podcast today and uh, for taking such good care of Dom. Well, we try. <laughs> I mean, I as well know. as anyone can. I mean, I always told Dom every time he would group chat us, it was like yeah. something tragic had happened. He's always getting injured. I know. Yeah. What is that? Right? Were you there, Desi, when that happened? When you, like, so the first one, no. The first one was, in fact, I didn't even think this was the first one. It was like midway through. I, like, I stepped on a sea urchin over New Year's and I just came wow. back with, like, spines Damn. inside oh. my fur. It was, like, I, yeah. I, do you know what's embarrassing? Is I was, I was snorkeling with Decca and I was pointing uh-huh. out said aforementioned sea urchin to Decca saying, don't uh-huh. worry about oh, that because no. it looks dangerous. And as soon as I turned around, I just booted the thing off the off the coral. Oh, my goodness. Like, screamed oh. into my snorkel, went out, and then all the Hawaiians are laughing at me like, yep, you stepped on an urchin. And I was um, like, what do I do? Someone... They were like, nothing. Yeah, I've done that. It's, it's horrible. It's, yeah, sure. it's rough. Extremely I'm sure in Australia you so must sorry. have them everywhere, right? My goodness. Yeah, more or less, more or less. More in New Zealand. It happened to me in New Zealand. But, uh... Oh, really? <laughs> 
And and it was terrible because we were specifically diving to get them. And uh, oh we knew they were there. We knew to be careful. <laughs> We'd been run through the ropes and just just idiot me. was yeah. like, I'm going to step while looking this way. Yeah. <laughs> For people who can't see, I just turn. You live like <laughs> the fullest. You've experienced this. And you won't make the mistake again. Yeah. Hopefully. We, you yeah. would hope. Yeah, you would hope. I feel well, like Kat and I, if we were with all of well, you boys, we would just be like, oh, boys. Kat and I are like mom. <laughs> we are. We're, the, we're, we're always like the moms. moms. The tale yeah. is old as time. Yeah. Yep. Well, thanks, folks, for being here today. It's been so lovely to meet all of you, and hopefully we'll be able to, you know, share a whiskey in person one of these days. Yeah, and, in Bellman's um, Bar in New York. Exactly. Yes, I love that. Yeah. While we're shooting season two, and yes. we'll bring Kat yeah, on exactly. set. If you need another lawyer, I, uh, I'm here. You know, I'm, I know. I'm currently working on that. Cat would crush it. It'd be so fun. We'll all grab a drink at Bemelman's right that after filming uh, yeah. our second season. They'd have to write another article. <laughs> <laughs> they, would, they would, yeah. All these actors taking over the bar. <laughs> what are they doing? Damn them. Oh my God. dare they? Well, folks, until that time, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Return to the Shadows is hosted and executive produced by Catherine McNamara and Dominic Sherwood. Our executive producer is Ling Lee. Our senior producers are Liz Hayes and Diego Tapia. And our producers are Hannah Harris and Kristen Vermilia. Original music by Alex Kinsey and performed by Alex Kinsey and Catherine McNamara. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.